0: Hey, everyone hey welcome to the show the show that's uh, on youtube and uh podcast apps and spotify it's on facebook how do we sound kyle kyle's in the closet
1: silky smooth admin, oh, but let's get check, the real child oh One, two. Whoa.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah our guest today probably all-time voice on the podcast kyle oh wow i agree with that i mean we're at episode seventy-nine, eighty, possibly i think for sure all-time voice do i
2: get a plaque do I get I mean, to leave with an
0: engraved? I feel like we should give him the microphone. Like, I feel like he just gets to take <laughs> Okay. He can, mi- just you can sign is, the table. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. Thank you. So, yeah, th- uh, thanks for being on the show. What's all the opening materials? Oh, also, you can support the show on slash the show. By now, if you're listening to this episode or watching this episode, there are probably some, there's probably been some pretty big announcement that I still am not comfortable talking about yet because I'm still weird about when is this episode going to come out. Oh, but I'll yeah. tell you later. Okay. Okay. That cool. Has to do with me in my life.
2: Oh. Oh. Yeah. Off. Off mic. Yeah. I'll tell you. Off okay. Mic. Yeah. Dude, can um, we just? Can we just?
0: Mm. Uh, so everyone, this is Paul Kolker. 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 Kolker
2: it's a very german german last name
0: <laughs> and i found i don't even know how i ca- how we connected i can't remember now uh was I think it... it was on instagram someone might have sent me your name at some point and then yeah i think wasn't it like through the catholic creatives group okay, or something and maybe then
2: you or yeah. jp quinn was it him maybe
0: oh yes i think so i think that's who it was yeah, yeah. who refers. but this was ages ago now because of yeah. covid and... yeah because of covid <laughs> rip so it's things. been the worst but yeah. uh so i think the i think the the first thing I noticed was that you um work at or perform at, I don't know the right terms for this, at yeah. a 4-day weekend. That's correct, yeah. Which my wife and I have been to. Oh nice. Uh, I don't know if I don't know if you were there when we went, but it was probably 4 years ago. Then you would have just missed me. Cuz okay.
2: 2017 was when they opened did open auditions for new cast members. Okay, and so okay. that's when I auditioned and did the, you
0: what, what's the story behind that? Did you know you wanted to do improv? Did, was it just like, you know, some guys you know, gave you a bribe or something? Or did you lose a bet or did like, uh, all of the above, like how, think, how no. young were you when you were like, I want to do oh, something like gosh. that.
2: Okay. Well, originally, okay. I'm going to date myself a little bit here. Uh, cause I'm, that's what we do I'm in my mid oh, so nice. thirties. So just good. go that's ahead good age. toss that. Out. Okay. Yeah. yeah thanks. <laughs> um, so originally, I was watching uh, "Whose Line Is It Anyway?" Yeah, back in middle school. Yeah, and I remember seeing Ryan Styles doing whatever he yep. does—the big goofy guy that he is. Okay, Ryan and
0: Styles is a tall white guy, super tall guy. Can we pull up the cast, Kyle. Yeah. So, uh, uh, he, I think was my favorite. Yeah. He was I probably watched almost every episode. I
2: Yes. I was, single episode, I was yeah. obsessed. And that, this was back when you had to actually sit down and watch TV at a, at a prescribed time. You yeah. couldn't just stream it or whatever, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's him. So that's the to, guy. You had
0: to be really committed. Like you had oh, to. Sure. Yeah.
2: I was like, mom, dad, no, I don't love you enough to be at the dinner table right now. This show is on. I yeah. have to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ryan Styles, and then, uh, Wayne Brady's singing, was always impressive to me as well because he would improvise songs on the spot. Yeah, yeah. But I remember seeing Ryan styles doing something. I think it was something like plugging a dam or whatever. And it was, (laughs) I think I remember this as well. Yeah. He was miming it. Yeah. There's, there he is. That's the guy. Um, and, uh, I was watching it and I just said, I want to do that. Yeah. And I just, At that moment, I didn't know it would be, like, a lifelong thing, but in that moment, I just knew this is something I have to figure out.
0: Were you in, like, theater in high school or middle school or – Yeah, a little bit. I started to be in seventh
2: grade was about the time that they even had theater electives, basically. So – I did uh, A Midsummer Night's Dream, and I was Puck. Okay. And I still kind of remember some of the intro for that. A Magic carpet, friends, I'll weave for you of slender moonbeams and silver dew. I'll spread it out before your feet and low. Swift as the wind through time and space we go. Wow. What's
1: amazing is that I played Puck actually in a deal in high school, and I don't think I knew that many lines when I (laughs) took the stage, actually. I knew nothing. It was a disaster. Oh, the theater
0: program wasn't as good. (laughs) It was not good. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Well, and they just, they picked me because I was a nerd that they knew could memorize stuff. And so I was, had your family
0: pretty, uh, like how many people in your family, like obviously not homeschooled, but
2: no. Yeah. So we all went to St. Luke and Irving, uh, which was actually where my parents went to school with their siblings growing up. So it was kind of this cool in the family thing. Um, yeah. So growing up around my dinner table with my family was typically a pun off. Really? Yes. So that's where the humor started was with dad jokes because yeah. Dad, you know, was head of the table basically. And so he would be like, Hey, would you pass the pickles or something? And somebody'd be like, Well, what's the big deal? And, (laughs) you know, and then it would just continue. (laughs) It's funny because it's so bad. (laughs) Oh, it is. It is. And somebody'd be like, Oh, that's a classic one. You know, Velasic joke, and
0: <laughs> so is everyone else in your family just a character? Like, yeah, pretty yeah, much. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, and uh, it's nonstop ribbing and joking and all of that. So, it was how kinda, many siblings do you have? Uh, I have three siblings. Okay. I'm the oldest, okay. and then uh, my sister, and uh, she's married now with uh, a second one on the way. Oh, great! Congrats. So, yeah, yeah, and then uh two younger brothers one who just got married last week and nice. one who's in seminary wow
0: yeah so just a mix of yeah. everything you know <laughs> people having kids people making kids people baptizing kids that's it yeah that's, that's <laughs> kind of everything a catholic smorgasbord yeah, yeah, so yeah yeah all of it yeah okay so when so Walk me through high school, college. Yes.
2: So I went to Jesuit for okay. high school, which I um, was very, very thankful for in a way. But then – or more in retrospect, at the time, I was just like, ah, I'm getting pulled far away from Coppell, which is where all my youth group friends are. And yeah.
0: Oh, did you go to St. Anne's? I did, yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I just know Kurt, and I know of St. Ann's, yeah. and like, have a lot of friends that went to St. Anne's. Yeah,
2: Kurt's legendary. Yeah. Uh, Naomi, she's – uh, I mean, they both since kind of moved into other positions there, yeah. um, I think – largely when kurt's kids started getting involved yeah. he wanted to kind of move on from yeah, that yeah. but but yeah they were the ones who helped really bring me up in the faith i mean obviously my parents laid a, a really solid foundation my dad was in seminary for a year oh, wow back in the day so so your parents are pretty devout yes yeah i mean cool. they, they would say even like today that they were like well we even kind of had to go through more of a, a deeper conversion kind of thing I feel like but, everyone does you know even and it's if, a
0: process yeah yeah
2: It it is it's just like you know kind of the ups and downs and um, but they did grew. Up, they both grew up in in pretty strong Catholic families. Um, my dad had always had a a decent sense that maybe you know maybe priesthood, and so mm-hmm. he was kind of looking at that in college and. Um and so then the rest of us all did the same thing except for uh, my brother Matthew who just got married. Uh, yeah, he calls himself a draft dodger because he's the only one who didn't enter seminary for <laughs> a period of time. So yeah,
0: I actually also was a draft. I didn't even realize we had to like register or whatever. Oh, yeah, it's selective service. But seriously, Catholic. I was yeah I was like 28 and they were joking about it. I was like yeah yeah back when they used to make that happen and everyone kind of stopped in the room and just looked at me and I was like. <laughs> right uh-huh and they were like no you were supposed to i was like i'm pretty sure we didn't and i called my mom right then and there she was like no nah, we never did that i was like dang am i going to jail yeah Is this like taxes where they like oh you mean the actual draft yeah well don't you when you, <laughs> when you turn 18 don't you have to yeah you're supposed to file like some. yeah like...
2: i never oh i thought you were like speaking euphemistically about like you know discerning priesthood
0: or something no no like really the legitimate like and I don't know if I have to pay back taxes or something. Like, yeah, I don't You know might
2: want <laughs> to call up Snowden and figure out I've what list on, you're on. I've, I've said it know. publicly now, so it's
0: not... <laughs> yeah, it's out there on yeah. the internet. Hopefully the... What is it called where you can't go to jail for something if it was long enough? A oh, like statue of limitations? Oh, I
2: was going to say double jeopardy, but that's totally
0: different. <laughs> That's if you draft Dodge du- twice. <laughs> Kyle, what
1: is Double Jeopardy? That's when you is can't be charged for doing the same, same thing twice. Two different times. Right? Okay. 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 Which uh,
2: really helped Ashley Judd out of a scrape in that movie. Okay. What was that? Mo- was the movie Double Jeopardy?
0: Yeah. Oh, nice. With Tommy Lee Jones. Nice. Late nineties. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't Okay. Know. So you tried to go to <laughs> yeah. seminary. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then what happened after that?
2: Okay. Uh, wait, yeah. So, so Jesuit to a and and m has really solid, you know, faith formation yeah. stuff going the, on.
0: The, um, what's the,
2: St. Mary's? St. Mary's, Saint yeah. St. Mary's, yeah. Yep, just right off of, uh, <laughs> right off of the north side of campus there. Yeah. So, um, on your way through Northgate, if you make it past Northgate, you end up at church. So, okay. Northgate's where all the drinking happens. Oh, nice. Yeah, so you've got to, you know go through the fire. That's so, perfect. Yeah. It's a metaphor for yeah. the faith. Yeah. They uh, they put the church right where they needed it. Well, actually that's it. Yeah. You know, Jesus hung out with those people. Yeah. So there you go. Those people,
0: <laughs> those people that drink, <laughs> which those losers, I know this
1: brought okay, to you by where's the style. whiskey. So, right? yeah, yeah.
0: No, he showed up. We, uh, I was supposed we, to have whiskey. Yeah. We drank it all before actually he got here. So yeah. Who was, sucks. who was your guest? Andrew Whaley. So actually I think it was most Kyle, let's be honest. I'm pretty sure I drank three quarters of,
1: yeah, Edmund, Edmund did most of the heavy lifting there. I hadn't
0: had whiskey in a long time, and he was talking the entire time. And so I was just sitting here, just like enamored by everything you're saying, just kept drinking <laughs> and just kept drinking. I mean, what I was And else the priest was like, you need to. It was like, just kept... Anyway, so. Yeah, it was. So rough. Andrew is who I need to have words with. Is that? Yes, Andrew yeah. Whaley. Andrew yeah. Whaley, yeah. you and me. And he didn't even really appreciate it. He didn't even want us to bring it. He was like, oh, I was just joking. <laughs> paul was serious i, I was God, not I was joking seriously <laughs> yeah. okay, you, could, you have to come back okay 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 and Sounds we have
1: cool. a refrigerator now so the option's endless yeah cold
0: time. whiskey or fireball would be cool mm, Fireball. uh okay so seminary or aggie yeah a seminary left
2: partway through a&m which not sure if that was wise what i mean you i majoring in? i earned the ring and yeah. then still left like before i finished oh, so you got the ring and left <laughs>
0: What were nice. you majoring in?
2: Uh, so I started in engineering, like half of the student population. I started in engineering. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, like business and engineering were the okay. two schools for What most kind people. of engineering? Uh, originally aerospace. Ooh. It was literally rocket science. So I got wow. out of there. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was biomed. Oh, nice! And yeah, transferred
0: to Franciscan. Did you transfer to Franciscan?
2: Well, no. So I went. Um, I went like a long. I have a crazy route. It That's what this it, is for, okay. for. you to tell us. Perfect. It makes no sense though yeah. if you really follow it. I went to okay. Minnesota. Okay. Um, there was a a period of time where the uh, the rector at the seminary there was very just like on fire evangelical sort of you know spirit about him, and he said, "Well, Franciscan kind of has this." thing you know or pre-theology and he's like we're diocesan seminary but if you're open to discerning like i'd rather you start and kind of figure it out and yeah. so i technically went to a diocesan seminary while unaffiliated with the diocese which oh, was apparently unheard of and i didn't know enough at the time to really know that yeah. i was that was like a faux pas or something yeah. but um yeah so i did that i was there for a year and a half finished with a degree in philosophy. I I had switched from engineering to communications and then to philosophy. So okay. by the time it was all done, I had a bunch of math, a bunch of communications and <laughs> then a actual degree. Okay, in philosophy. Okay, okay. Yes. Um, then, uh, Dallas. So I did affiliate with Dallas in that process. They sent me to Rome. So Ooh. I was over there for a couple of years, like trying to, you know, le- learn Italian. Yeah. That's what y- they yeah, do. Right. Eat
0: pasta and <laughs> pizza. Margarita. <hey>. Uh, <laughs> You know, hopefully I didn't offend too many people. They're like, there. if you ever mess up, this is where we will bring you and we will murder you. Mm-hmm.
2: No, I don't know. You know. The D'Ambrosios might. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> they, they catch me doing all this. Eh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know. Wait, do you mean the actual D'Ambrosios? Do you know the D'Ambrosios? Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah I was in seminary with them in Minnesota oh, for okay, a little okay, while. Okay, yeah. Okay, so okay. we're like. I
0: thought you were just saying a random Italian name <laughs> and you didn't know who they were. You're no, like,
2: no. Yeah. If they're D'Ambrosios. <laughs> I mean, it is a very Italian, sounding affectionately
0: name. called the Dambros. The Dambros. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because, because not often of, to their face, but affectionately, yes, behind their back. <laughs> Those are like, the Dambros. That's the best kind of affectionate. Yeah, is when it's all behind yeah, your yeah, back. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. who wants to hear affectionate things to your face? No one. No one. No. No, no one unhealthy would like childhood drama you know Mm-mm. yeah are okay we getting, so, are we getting into that today we could okay we i totally need to could. lean back more, that think. would probably be a whiskey <laughs> podcast Ooh, maybe yes um yeah okay so you're in rome now yeah and then what happens? So that was um, that was kind of
2: a whirlwind. So you're going over there. They do an eight week immersion in Italian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My classes were in Italian. Yeah, um, that's but mo- a lot. Mo- oh yeah, and and most of the time it was kind of like, do you, know, you remember the Charlie Brown stuff where the adults talked and it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was kind of what the Italian sounded like to me. But yeah. like every so often I'd pick up on a word, so it'd be, <laughs>
0: church, <laughs> 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 Jesus,
2: <laughs> 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 class dismissed. I mean, that's how
0: Calc three was for me. Yeah. <laughs> It was that way for sure. Oh, for sure. I mean yeah.
2: three dimensional vectors. You yeah, just say derivatives. Yeah, they
0: say linear. And I'd be like, What? Huh? Yeah. I got that one. Yeah. Line. Yeah. So then then what? Then what how do you So along Was the... it just too overwhelming?
2: You're like, well, all right, it, I'm done with this. It wasn't exactly that. It the overwhelming part was what was distracting me from actually some of the discernment. Girls. <laughs> With their girls I mean,
0: is this where you met your wife n- no that was oh, oh, that actually okay. came uh, a
2: fair amount later <laughs> okay. um, yeah that was that was its own kind of journey to get to that point um no there I mean but I mean the Italian women were not subtle. I will yeah. just say that. Yeah. But that wasn't the discerning part. Oh, okay. okay that yeah. wasn't the overwhelming. <laughs>
0: no. Overwhelmingly distracting. Well, no. I
2: mean, just the fact that you're like there at the heart of the church and, yeah. um, you know, you're getting to go to St. Peter's and people are coming over to visit you while you're over there and saying, can you take us on a tour? And
0: who is it? Who's here? Someone walked in Hello. Our- <laughs> We're recording a podcast. <laughs> Brittany! Brittany! Damn it. It's always Brittany! <laughs> Freaking. Britney's always. Britney always is always. I love it. She's always interrupting our podcast. And then it, almost every podcast, we're like, she might as well have a freaking microphone. Yeah, I'm hilarious. We're gonna attach a microphone over there so that anytime you walk in, you can talk into a microphone. Okay. All right. Do you cool. here, do you want to? This is Paul. No. Nice to meet you. Oh, nice to meet you too. She's gonna answer some emails while we record our I podcast.
1: Am, yeah, oh, actually, nice. So it
0: helps. All right. Get out of here. We're having a very interesting podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah. We were literally this close to trauma. I don't Tra- know what yeah, she's thinking. She's I, doing. I
0: kyle's in the closet yeah
1: what else is now
0: okay so not the women but something was overwhelmingly distracting well
1: yeah
2: so just the fact that you're swept up in all the stuff you're learning a new language um people are visiting and wanting you to take them on tours and stuff and yeah. you actually have learned enough about all these historical sites to even be able to offer that and, yeah i mean so there were some amazing things happening over there but it's easy to get swept up in the grandeur of all of that and then be like oh yeah but My vocation and oh, like like I got to make sure this is actually what I want to do, what I want to do, and where God's calling me, and and then I do have to go home, where it's you know I might be in a a country parish where there's very little of all of this, yeah, none of it, yeah, and it's more just like I've got to
0: meet the people where they are. That's kind of crazy. That's got to be hard to like be just falling in love with how overwhelming all of that is and how how amazing that is, and then. Yeah. And then be thinking, oh, wait, I'm not discerning this. Correct. This. Correct. Like, I'm discerning something else. Like, this is a preparation. Yeah. And yeah. maybe I can bring
2: all of this to yeah. whoever I end up serving. Yeah. Um, which I did. So I did end up teaching at Jesuit and I tried to kind of bring some of that into what I, yeah. into what I taught there. Um, uh, and there's actually a couple of guys from Jesuit who are now in the seminary oh, that, cool. that I taught. So that's oh, wow. pretty cool. I mean, it's nice to think that maybe I had, you know, yeah. an influence on that process. I bet you but did. Yeah. I mean, who knows? It's it's ultimately in God's yeah. hands. But yeah. Um, but yeah. So, you know, so going along that journey, which it was an incredible journey, uh, but I just remember getting to a point where I was like, I better slow down a second and yeah. kind of think about this a little more. And And thankfully they did have... They weren't full retreat weekends per se, but we would have a, a Friday off from our actual classes and we would have a day of reflection or like a two days reflection deal. And and so we would slow down a lot more and there were those moments of actually getting to, to listen to the still small voice of God you for sure. know, and, yeah. and listen for that. And uh, yeah, that's that's when I started to realize I was like, well, maybe I'm moving forward for the wrong reasons mm. here. Like, yeah, this is amazing and I'm thankful for it all. but. Yeah. Am I only moving forward because it's amazing and I'm yeah. thankful for this opportunity. So how do you how'd you make that decision? Like uh well, so partly after two years you get to come home. That's if you don't discern out or whatever before then, but like yeah. that your term over there is two years straight. And then you come home. So coming back home, I realized, oh man, I think I've just been kind of muscling through this, like yeah. just pushing myself like no, you know, you got to be, you got to be strong and, you know, yeah, hands to the plow and not look back and, yeah, all of that, which there's truth to that, but there's, you know, the the balanced mm-hmm. side of things where yeah. you, you don't just muscle through it. It's a, it's a grace and you receive it and, yeah, all that good stuff. Um, that's a tough decision. Yeah. So, uh, basically i ended up going on a pastoral year which is not all bad although
0: i mean it kind of can sometimes have that connotation so it that shows might, you kind of what it might really what your job might really look like that's what, what your vocation might really correct look
2: like. yeah it was like i want to go see like internship style you know like what am i going to be doing day in yeah. day out and i got back home then got put in the parish and then it just kind of going through the rhythm of it i was like well I, I don't know that this is it at least not right now or whatever so like I just stepped away and felt a lot of peace with that. And then yeah. things started unfolding in a different direction towards teaching. And now I'm tutoring still and pursuing some acting on the uh, kind of on the yeah. side of that, you know? So, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's weird how
0: the path. And unfolds. where'd you meet
2: your, where'd you meet your wife? Uh, at a bar. Oh, nice. No, nice. it was, well, it was actually Were we just talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a callback. Yeah, exactly. I it, we We met at a mutual friend's birthday party. Okay, less but, scandalous. Yes, exactly. And it was was it like a three year old mutual friend, or was it like at, a, yeah at a Eighteen year old. Yeah, they were they were having their three year old's birthday party <laughs> in the back of a honky tonk. <laughs> uh, no, it was uh, it was just you know one of our adult friends, mutual friends. Yeah. It was it was her birthday gathering and um, and. So we happened to meet there and I asked her to dance about thirteen times, I think. Wow. It was not
0: subtle. Persistent.
2: Yeah, and I had to be because there was, oddly enough, another former seminarian who was asking her to dance in between every time I like stepped away.
0: Does your wife look Italian? no okay no So maybe that was it that's what i was thinking is like just imagine your wife looks like an italian like eight and then like you and the seven like two ex-seminarians are like just
2: hey, bring a little come my I- room <laughs> yeah
0: no no it was uh when yeah. did you break the news to her that you wanted to be wayne brady when did you break that news to the her? the first date oh really yeah i took her well
2: so kind of sad story with all of the 2020 goings on yeah, the yeah. dallas comedy house has since closed down yeah uh but that was where I took her for our first date. Now yeah. I did kind of a bait and switch, which is apparently not always a good thing. It might be judged in the comments. Would here. you tell
0: did you tell her she was going to a skating rink? No. <laughs> <laughs> Would you No, that was her birthday though, this last <laughs> Christmas or close to Christmas. What uh, was the bait and switch? The bait and switch was um
2: I was like, well, let's just you know go get coffee because I could tell she was kind of standoffish. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it didn't seem like – and she told me later. She was like, no, I just – I wasn't in a place where I really wanted to like enter okay. into dating. Okay, okay. And so I kind of picked up on some some of that vibe and yeah. I just said, hey, let's, let's go get coffee. and And then we were trying to figure out when to actually get coffee and I had a family reunion coming up. She had a family reunion coming up. And I said, gosh, you know, you can't really get coffee at night. So why don't we go to dinner and an improv show? And
0: so she was, she went along with it. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, but so I didn't, the Dallas Comedy House, is that is that the same thing as the four day weekend place? Different place. Okay, OK. Yeah.
2: So Dallas Comedy House, it, it was largely a training center. They They really built themselves up as a training center, but they had shows as well. Yeah. And a lot of the shows, especially at first, like in the early years, this was they started in 2009. Yeah. So in the early years of that. They, um, like if you graduated from their class, you got a run of like four weeks worth of shows. Oh, wow! So every Thursday for four weeks, you would be wow. on, on their schedule. Okay. Yeah, so it was really a way for people to kind of launch themselves or at least get some experience, yeah. get up on stage, all that yeah, good yeah. stuff. And so I went through their whole five level program, graduated, got to do the run of shows, nice. formed with a troupe, and we did like musical improv stuff. Wow, all that, excuse me. So that was that was a lot of fun. And then it was later after having trained up
0: with them. Fix your mic. Wait. Yeah. Is it. it Yeah.
1: Wow. It shocked me. So (laughs) while they're doing that, I'm up on the producer cam. What's going on? guys? just want you to get the rich timbers. Yeah, I know.
0: (laughs) That's what I really. (laughs) That's why I really care—not your like safety or that you felt comfortable. I just want to get that sweet voice juice I in could, there.
2: I could try to tell the story a little more like <laughs> Morgan Freeman. If I had headphones
0: on, I'd probably be have goose pimples all over my body. Uh, yeah. So, so you do that. So, and at the time, your wife's like, "Okay, like, did you have another job?" I'm always fascinated by like how how are you. Yeah. How are you hustling this? Like, how are you doing yes. this? So I I'm was, making it work. I was teaching, teaching by okay, day. That's right. Okay. Yeah. That's right. At, at
2: Jesuit, I was yeah. a, a math teacher there, largely teaching geometry and then some algebra or algebra two kind of depending yeah. on the year. Um, and, and that, that was good. That, that went well. Yeah. And actually I found that the improv translated a lot into the classroom because yeah, sure. you're, you're basically having to read the room and try like to figure out
0: and like, yeah. yeah and yeah, figure
2: yeah. out like, Oh, he's not responding to this. Maybe I can tune in over here and yeah. see if he can actually respond to what I'm asking. Yeah, and if yeah. he can't, then, you know, the people around him start to wake up a little I more. I
0: no way want to pretend that I know jack shit about <laughs> comedy or stand up or anything, but, uh, there was a run of probably about six or seven years there, where once a week I had to stand in front of, I had to stand on stage in front of a mm. hundred high schoolers. Yeah, yeah, youth ministry stuff. Yeah, right? so yeah. like, so like for twenty minutes. Now I'm not saying I did a good job, <laughs> but I'm just saying that like that does get you a, a little like over the stage fright stuff. Stary, yeah, the stage because I always. I, I still say to people like who doesn't love getting handed a microphone and having everyone's attention for like 20 minutes solid. Like I love that. But at the beginning, even though you want that, you're still a little like you're nervous. You don't know how to settle down for or, like, sure. Calm down. Oh and, yeah. Like, your heart
2: rate starts elevating. You're freaking yeah. out.
0: You're like, can they see everything? Hi like, everybody. Yeah yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I would go horse yeah. my voice and just like be screaming. Yeah, You and, don't realize you're yelling. Yeah. But you just, have a mic. Yeah. Just be yeah. freaking out. <laughs> So, geez. But, I, but I'm i sure for teaching that was helpful. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: definitely translated. Um, And then there's a whole philosophy kind of behind it, or at least the, the one rule that you got to follow with improv is the idea of yes and. Yeah. Right. I don't know if you've heard of that. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. for sure. So just that yes. if you – and, <laughs> did you uh, we got jokes people we got jokes okay. do you
0: really there's a there's a the only comedy book i've ever read parts of is truth in comedy yeah by del Close and yes. sharna Halpern, yeah and about that whole so you know about all this stuff because for sure i feel like if i brought any of this crap up i was not going to do it justice or not say it all right or like oh yeah. know all the facts and details and stuff you got but it. i wanted to bring up this book because this is yeah. where a lot of the improv stuff came out of for sure it well or, and it or was, was it just the method
2: well, yeah, sort of the method kind of got distilled by Del Close and, and Charna Halpern were kind of the, the mainstays, if you will, yeah. in Chicago. And Chicago was really the breeding ground for improv as we as we know it today. Yeah. Now, it spread with the the groundlings and uh, UCB and stuff to New York and L.A. And 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 they had a presence there before, but it was just Chicago was really the incubator. Yeah. Um, and that's but
0: did, but did improv start as kind of like an experimental performance, like art Piece, yeah. Like what we would think now is like a like an art installment. It was just like this strange, like like multiple people coming up with this new thing in the moment.
2: Yes, so um i i think a lot of where it came from i'm, I'm just gonna speak authoritatively so Good. you don't know that i'm bs you know
0: the most in the room uh, i mean you are the expert in the room
2: <laughs> yeah but i'm gonna share this with friends who are gonna be like no paul that's not right and they're gonna leave comments actually yeah that's what they all sound problematic. like. problematic all, all my friends yeah problematic <laughs> um that's debatable <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah so it's basically oftentimes in the actual like world of screen you know uh screenplays and film acting and and stage acting whatever if there's a moment that you're trying to like discover the emotion of and figure out how to communicate that oftentimes directors will say improvise this scene with this yeah. character they'll say ignore the lines just and, and that gets you more in touch with the reaction yeah and i think that's at least in a lot of ways where that really developed from and even just warm ups and things like that cuz you you do vocal warm ups and you do yeah um projection you know all that kind of stuff wasn't
0: that also kind of like a wasn't marlon brando correct i don't you might know more about this but he was like one of the first actors to really just go like to be much more performative and crazy in his roles instead of being much more like like subdued into the letter of i think so i could be totally wrong no i yeah i'm trying to trying to think back to some of that stuff but Um, i wonder if that's kind of where that shift starts happening where it's like okay don't just read the line like do something here in this moment.
2: Well, and there's so much. Um, so in some of the acting classes and stuff that I've done, they talk about you know if you look at a page, a, a script, it there's so little text actually on the the page of the script, and so mm. they say you've got to fill in all that blank space with yeah. your emotion, your choices, your your you know your timing of when you when you shift your eyes if it's yeah. a close up on camera or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, there's so many little ways. You know, all that. Uh, what is it? Eighty percent of communication is nonverbal. Yeah. Right. And film really captures that. Yeah, for sure. If you go stage, then you, then you have to be big. Huge. And, yeah. yeah. Big y-
0: choices. Got to make big choices. Yes.
2: And and that's also where you see more of the Ian McKellen. You yeah. know, who is Gandalf. You know, you shall not pass. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's he's got that projection and stage presence. One of my
0: favorite clips of all time. I forget what it was from. Was it from Community or something where he's talking about? He's saying. Uh, here's how I act. And it's like, Sir Ian, Sir Ian, oh, Sir Ian. Oh, Sir Ian. yes. Then action. <laughs> you shall not cut. Sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian. Sir Ian. It's like the most. It's like, yeah, well, what was that from? I don't that was know. so good. We got to find it. Uh, but, um, yes. Okay, sorry. Uh, improv. No, oh, Del Close. Yes. And so they kind of perfect the method. What's it called? The Close method? Or what's, what's well, the method um, called? Or whatever? I mean, Isn't I don't it like know. like a
2: if, thing? I don't know that it has a, a method per se. Okay. Uh, Gosh, I'm gonna I'm about to get fired from four day weekend. <laughs> oh, they're like, man, we gotta send you back through class. <laughs> um, it's, uh, I I mean, it's really it's yes and is kind of the yeah, yeah. fundamental principle yeah. that you bring some sort of gift to the table, and if I treat it like a gift, yeah, like it's comedy gold, you know, instead of maybe you say. Oh, welcome to the supermarket. And I'm like, we're not in a supermarket. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. I'm I'm shooting you down. Yeah, instead of actually playing along, like a damn lib. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh,
1: hi, really? all of my <laughs> aunts and uncles
0: I'm out kidding.
2: of
0: the <laughs> <laughs> Oh totally uh, no, um, you just shoot everything down. Yes, yeah. like a Republican. Yes. <laughs> See, it's the same. <laughs> we can we got to attack this from both same sides. Line twice. Okay, it's an election year, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>
2: Oh uh, yeah. So um so the whole idea is, you know, that that building up, treating the 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 gift that the other person gives as yeah. truly a gift and that together we somehow create something more than what either of us yeah. could have manufactured on yeah. our own. Um so you'll see that sometimes like in these classes and all of that, where somebody who's new but they've been pretty funny most of their lives, they might charge in there and just be like, No, I'm setting this up and you're this guy now yeah. and whatever yeah, yeah. and and you're not really playing along and developing that that beautiful thing that, yeah. uh, not to use an
0: overused buzz term, but like synergy sort of moment. The other thing I remember of, of the no things I remember from that book, though, I remember at one point in the book, he's, he was talking about um, amateurs will try to get a laugh. Yes. Whereas in improv, really, there is this beauty of if you're just focusing on creating, mm-hmm. there's something about a different type of laugh he talks about, or a different type of satisfaction where everything kind of there's all these callbacks and everything fits together in a way that he said he said uh you'll get a different effect you'll get people laughing and clapping
2: yes and it's something about have you experienced that yeah it's one of the most beautiful things so okay i don't know if i'm going to be able to do it justice because improv the beauty of it is you have to be there (laughs) yeah but there was a moment i remember this was at a four-day weekend show and it was a corporate show so you know, we're we're tailoring our jokes a little bit to the yeah. company because you know we want to rib the people who are there. And, yeah. Um and I'm trying to remember the guy's name, but it was like Dr. Sanji or, or something like mm-hmm. that, I forget, but he was sort of the head honcho of this company and he knew kind of where all the medical stuff was. And yeah. um and so the thing was, well, ask Dr. Sanji, ask Dr. Sanji. Well, we would do an improvised song later in the in the whole bit, and so um the the suggestion was like where'd those pink slips go, and so the chorus that I that I improvised for it was we we had already made fun of Doctor Sanji multiple times up front. I was like, hey, where'd those pink slips go? Maybe Doctor Sanji knows and. <laughs> You could just tell, like he was—he lit up, and
0: everybody yeah. around
2: him was like, "Oh, oh yeah, we did that yeah. earlier,"
0: <laughs> and it's just this magic sort yeah. of sort of thing coming. Yeah, back. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, uh, I mean, I really encourage people to go if you've never been in person. And and the other thing too is you might have seen um, whose line is it anyways on TV. Like I kind of get it, but they're – I mean, and maybe I'm just being nostalgic because it's COVID times but there is something so different about being in person for sure it, you feel the danger of you feel the danger of it like the, it feels like there's no safety net when it's yeah. on tv you feel like somebody could edit it yeah maybe it or they edited there's yeah. a safety net like something crazy couldn't just happen right right whereas when you're in there i remember yeah we were yeah it was just it was intense right so, yeah like it, i didn't realize how much of that i would feel in the moment like Kind of nervous for people, like, oh man. <laughs> well, I hope also, this goes well. And you're also nervous because you don't want to get called on necessarily. Yeah, true. <laughs> because it's well, like, well, I'm the opposite. I'm like, true. yes. Like the whole time I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking, what do I do if they call me up? Like the whole time, like, please call. You know, my wife too, she was having, yeah, she was making fun of me. She's like, you just want to be called, don't you? I was Did like, you, well, the trick is not to look like you want to be called yeah, on. You gotta- yeah. You got to. Yeah. Because, right, you don't want to call on the guy that wants to be called on. Typically, yeah, because they'll
2: <laughs> – we we've had those guys, and usually yeah. they're, like, two or three beers in at that yeah, point, yeah, and yeah. they think they're funnier so than I they was, are. like,
0: I was actually feigning, like, embar- like no, I don't want to get – Yeah. Anyways, yeah, no, we call those people out. We're, like, you, you ma'am, yes,
2: the one trying to avoid co- eye contact. <laughs> yes. Uh, we're, we want you to come on up here. So when did you switch from
0: the Dallas
2: Comedy – what was it? Dallas the- Comedy House to, to Four Day weekend. weekend. Yeah. Yeah, so – Four Day Weekend, I had always heard about, somehow, never managed to actually see their show before auditioning. Yeah, yeah. Don't know how, but friends would tell me, oh, you do improv? Because uh, I did improv at AM as well. Mm-hmm. And they said, oh, well, if you're in the Dallas area, you should check out Four Day Weekend. Yeah. And um, I just kept hearing their name over and over again. And so finally, uh, something got posted, I don't remember, somewhere on Facebook or whatever, and it said open casting mm-hmm. for new members. We're, we're expanding to a Dallas theater as well. Yeah. They've had the Fort Worth space since 1997. Oh, wow. And yeah, they've, been, they've been going longest running uh, Im- improvised comedic performance in the Southwest. Wow. Yeah. And, and that's
0: exclusively what they do improv? Oh, yeah. Well, wow, in- okay.
2: improv and like corporate event improv. And- but there's no like stand up,
0: there's no other performances other than improv
2: correct although um the show kind of has some sketch comedy elements woven into it yeah, yeah. some things that um we kind of couch We're just the saying, improv. you saying like no
0: one's like going and doing like a 30 minute set of their own oh, material Oh yeah or, no yeah. no this
2: is not like the Addison improv or something where people do get up and you know yeah. So, so airline food, you know, I mean, whatever whatever the stand I, What I, is
0: the deal. I, what's
1: the deal? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: I have nothing but respect for stand up comedians. Yeah, that yeah. is a
0: whole different
2: yeah, skill yeah. set. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, but that's that's not really. Well that's what, what makes, it,
0: makes it more impressive, is that it's just I mean, it's not like this is a flexible space with other performances. I mean, it's all improv, you know, yeah. which is really great.
2: Yeah, it's it's fun and it's cool to see who we get from the audience and get yeah. to react off of. And um yeah, and and there have definitely been those moments where we're, we're short on, on our cast. Like guys are at corporate events and we've got a show in Dallas and in Fort Worth and they're like, okay, uh, Coker, you're running this one this time. And so you're hosting it. Go. And I'm like,
0: Oh, just me. Usually I have a (laughs) co-host and all right. How do you, has there been a, it feels like there's this huge surge in interest in comedy, stand-up comedy. I mean, I feel like, I feel like, uh, I don't know if you're really a white male in his 30s if you haven't said on social media i'm thinking about doing stand-up or starting a podcast yeah right? no i don't be honest here. i don't even think that's a stereotype I'm pretty i think basic. that's just a fact yeah i think i'm pretty basic <laughs> here but how did how have you felt like there's more interest in improv or people getting involved you know um yes dallas comedy house was growing four-day
2: weekend has a training center as well so that was growing yeah. i mean there were a lot of people just that was the thing to try especially since it helps with public speaking it helps people just with confidence and creativity. So we would get, um, we'd get salespeople who would come in and even be paid for by their company. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah.
0: Because it boosts that sense of, okay, I can throw something out there and trust that it's going to land. And And like worst case scenario, it bombs and I know how to recover from that. That was a big part of my panic. Yeah, Yeah. A big part of my like anxiety about being in front of people was like, I didn't know what the worst was that could happen mm. I, I always thought like yeah peeing yourself i think is up there yeah i thought that probably is what would happen if yeah. this doesn't go over well i will pee myself yeah it will all come out it's only happened once that you've peed yourself or i have
2: oh i've been stalking you for a while so no it was so you've peed yourself
1: or are you being <laughs> stage not though? on stage oh, okay, right.
2: not
0: on stage that was a long time Off ago stage? <laughs> that was months ago when
1: Was the last time yeah <laughs> Like okay, five last, years clean. I'm trying to
0: think when the last you're five years clean. Yeah, I, I yeah. peed myself
1: in high school on the sideline of a football game.
2: Uh yeah, why? mine was a mine was a baseball game in like fourth grade. I think. Yeah, I was in the outfield and we had a double header and I had had a lot of Gatorade.
0: <laughs> so why are you looking at me, Brittany? <laughs> yeah, get that, off the podcast. You don't have a microphone.
1: I was, I was Brittany's like,
0: yelling at us from the other room. I was yeah, like
1: seventeen like. Oh, cause I was, okay. <laughs> uh, I was, su- it was really hot. We were playing football all the time. Right. So you would get really dehydrated if you didn't drink a lot of water and I just hydrated like crazy, but I would sweat. So it was okay. Yeah.
2: So you overcompensated though. But
1: well, I got injured. Uh. I like hurt myself. on like the first play and I'm just sitting on the sideline. I was like, Oh my gosh Dang,
2: was it your bladder that got injured or? no it
1: was not I would love to say yes it was my bladder and okay. that happened so you were
2: still in full control technically
1: yeah no I made the decision I remember sitting there <laughs> and there was I used to listen to this ESPN show like Mike and Mike in the morning they had this guy on there named Mark Schlereth who would pee himself for every game because he would get so nervous and I remember sitting there I and, I was yeah, like, nervous, well, I and I was like I was like
0: routine. I guess I nervous. I better pee myself I was
1: like Mark Schlereth that's kind of weird <laughs> but he also won three Super Bowls so I'm sitting there I'm like Yeah, if he can can
0: win a Super Bowl and pee himself, then...
1: Now, yeah, I did it. It's real. I I didn't win a Super Bowl ever, and we lost the game, but... uh...
0: I don't remember when the last time is I peed myself, but I do remember when I've pooped myself. Whoa. Just a little bit. Please. This is where the show shifts to me interviewing you, so go for it. So I was in fourth grade. I lived in New Hampshire, so whatever grade I was in New Hampshire, probably fourth grade. Okay. That's a big
2: time for... Yeah. Excreting in your pants. It's
0: a big time for poo. Yeah. 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 It's a big poo time. And I was like going outside to hang out with one of my friends. And I could feel a little poo coming. A wee turtle head yeah. poking. I could feel a little brown in the tunnel. <laughs> and I was like. Touching cloth. Yeah. I was like. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. I, it's late. I've okay, had so, several waters. That was great. That was great. <laughs> uh, so I just remember. Something where I was, like, coming out the sliding glass door, but I couldn't get it open fast enough. And my friend is, like, waiting for me to come outside. And then finally when I get it open, I was so frustrated. As I'm coming outside, I notice, like, it's coming out. (laughs) It's happening. Yeah. And so I go to, like, go, oh! And then I turn back around and run back to the toilet. And then I think as I'm on the toilet, I realize that it has made a journey out of my shorts. So then I realize... I have dropped a brown nug on the porch, right near the sliding glass door. Wait,
2: wait. It, this was your your house. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: So but it's not outside, like outside. A... And my friend is like on his way, or like waiting for me to come outside. Yeah. So I'm like crucial. If my several seconds. Friend fr- finds this little chocolate nugget. I will never like. Did you have a dog to blame it on? No. No. no I we had no, no plausible all, all excuse. All I had is a nanny, ah. and she was pretty loose in the. <laughs> flatulence area so i always had to climb up the stairs behind her mm. and she would just she didn't really know what was happening yikes she just didn't know anything behind her was happening she was just like (laughs) and i would just and she just like kind of turned around like what (laughs) you know uh, (laughs) who did that yeah i was so traumatized um but anyways yeah no i realized that if i did not retrieve this little guy (laughs) <laughs> that, like my friend was going to find this and I would have to move to a different city. What utensil did you use? So I grabbed a uh, sh- uh, paper towel. Those like bounty, like they're strong. I mean, they'll a quicker pick her up. Yeah. That's why I was like, yeah. I got to get something sturdy. So I grabbed a paper towel and I ran and my friend just saw me like, like just kind of noticed that I picked up something mm. and he starts laughing kind of like, what happened? Kind of thinking it was a joke on him. He's like, Oh, huh, what are you going to? And I was just like, nothing. And then and that was the most traumatizing Definitely uh, didn't just poo myself. Yeah, definitely <laughs> didn't just drop a little nug out of my Woo. cargo shorts.
2: Wow. Yeah, that oh, was. Oh, cargo shorts, too. Yeah. You should have had
0: somewhere to put that. Double whammy. Yeah, I know. It should've, they should have had a pocket that I could have put that in. <laughs> Built into the inside. Gosh, that was so rough. But I don't think I've ever <sighs> peed myself. I've definitely peed in places I shouldn't have. And now to cut Why to our seen? commercial for Depends. Oh, Yeah. Wait, we got to do... Here, wait, let me pull up the... Depends, right? There we go. That's the noise. Uh, that noise means this show is brought to you by... What sponsor are we going to go with? We already went with Patreon. This show is brought to you by the merch for the show. Uh, no one buys the merch for the show. Do you feel like you're the person that should buy the merch for the show? Because no one <laughs> does. The first person
1: to buy a shirt, can they be a guest on the podcast?
0: Sure. Yeah. If they can make it here. You if you buy here. a shirt from... EdmundMitchell.com slash store, you can come on the show. Incredible.
1: And we'll get you something to drink. I can't guarantee as nice of a bourbon as well. Well, by then them. we'll
0: have a a fridge stacked with Topo Chico. Stacked. Thank you everyone. This has been our sponsor. You're now free to move about the cabin.
1: Ding. You gotta do it again, Kyle. Oh. Hold on. Come right back. <laughs> Paul's voice is much more smooth, you know. Yeah, much better than mine. I'm,
2: I'm ordering a shirt right now. But
0: you can, you can already come back on the show. You oh. don't have to do that. Okay. But you you can order. You can order it. one. Feel free to order one. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I just yeah. you know
2: thought I'd be a good example. You
0: should. You should be a good example. Um, yeah, peer pressure. Very cool. <clears throat> do you feel though? Do you feel weird about how many people are trying to get into comedy and stuff? Does that not necessarily? Are you, are you? I mean,
2: um, like I think it's a a healthy and healthful thing yeah it's i think kept me feeling young and youngish immature yeah. or whatever i yeah, don't know yeah. to, however you want to describe it but yeah um, you know serotonin and whatever all those It's a fe- real thing yeah the, the feel good stuff you know that's yeah. in your head that it's not that that is my drug i don't have to do drugs because i get to do comedy
0: <laughs> yeah well not right now though how are you how are you yeah that's dealing.
2: yeah that's been tricky so uh zoom is a wonderful thing really I've you wait- guys are doing zoom performances well wow yes and no so zoom practices for sure and then there are some like digital streaming type things okay. that we're doing as well cool. yeah so companies still want to meet somehow cool. you know have some sort of annual conference and that sort of deal yeah so. i've
0: i've had some friends that have uh my brain attempting to produce serotonin <laughs> uh <laughs> Might have said it's my turn with the serotonin. Kyle's showing us memes. Yeah, do oh, Do no they get the to point. see?
1: Yeah, yeah. If, if I find a good enough one to where you guys acknowledge it, okay. then, then, then they see it. Then it. he can pull it up. So, they so you don't have it. to acknowledge it. If you don't think it's a banger, no one will ever see okay. it. Okay,
2: well then, right. can we take back those couple of minutes that, of our lives that you wasted?
1: <laughs> Whoa, chill. <laughs> <laughs> you better buy a freaking shirt now. <laughs>
2: okay, make it
1: up for it. Here we go.
0: <laughs> do we have current events? Do we have some current events? Yeah, let me pull up the Chuck E. Cheese. Let's go to current point. events. We're going to go to some current events. Paul, you also have a podcast that we should plug. Oh, that would be great. Thank you. So uh,
2: bookmarked. Book, the bookmarked podcast. Okay. Which apparently I should have gotten that trademarked
0: because there's like three of them now. So Well, you gotta, I mean, my podcast is called The Show. There's like a million of those too. That's fair, I guess. So yeah. what? how'd you start that? What, what started that? So my cousins
2: uh, are a lot younger than me. I'm, I'm the oldest grandchild on my dad's side. Yeah. And so I kind of was almost like an uncle or aunt to a lot of my cousins. Yeah. And within the last decade or so, uh, well really it was, gosh, that was actually a while ago now. Dang, I'm getting old. Uh, that was like 2005 or six.
0: Gosh, we're going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Mortality is real. Yeah. But children's books, um, (laughs) wait, children's books, mortality story. Yeah. There's I, I, what you have a segue for that? Yes. So, so
1: (laughs) I'm I'm excited.
0: Uh, And no shade towards this person because I think I know the person that wrote this book. But there's a book on JP2's life. It's called like Carol. Have you heard this children's book? Oh, no, I haven't. So it's a little children's book, like not a lot of pages. I'm thinking like, okay, little kids. And so I get one page in before I realize, oh, I know Carol's life story. It's sad. Yeah, there's a lot of terrible. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so like. Mom dies, page two. Yeah, I'm like reading it with my. I don't know, there was probably like four or five at the time, and I'm like, Carol was a young boy, then his dad died, the next page, like, then his mom, or whatever, it was yeah, like... Yeah, I think it was mom, then dad, but yeah. Died. Also, his his brother, Edmund, died, too, yeah. and it was like, oh my gosh, we're three pages in, three people have died. And it then was, he tried to become a priest in Nazi-occupied Germany. Yeah, it was like... <laughs> I never realized this is not a good children's <laughs> Like, <laughs> who, who made that decision? Like, now, okay, now I, I think I know the author of it and the illustrator. It's a beautiful book. I'm not saying okay, you shouldn't talk good. about death okay. with your kids. I'm just saying that my experience of it was just like, then they died. Then they died. Then the Holocaust. It Wait, was was like, it like a rhyme scheme about death? No, okay. no I wish. That would have been better.
2: <laughs> Might have taken, you know, yeah. soften the blow Anyways, a little bit. Anyways, that was my only mortality in children's books story. I thought you were going to go with the all my friends are dead one about dinosaurs?
0: No. Is this a children's <laughs> no, book? That's a real one, but Can it's like a joke one. Yeah, it's it's a joke one. Okay, it's a spoof okay. sort of thing, okay. but um so you just started uh recording your fantastic voice for why, your cousins Thank you. I
2: do like to think. Uh, <laughs> reading <no>.
0: children's books? <laughs>
2: yeah, oh there it is. That's all my friends are dead. Um that's fantastic. Yeah, so I what I did is I would start uh with my my cousin Emma who is now In law school, it makes me feel super old, but she was seven or eight at the time. Yeah. And I got her favorite choose your own adventure book. And I just started doing voices to all (laughs) of the characters and what do kids love that? Yeah. And she was just enthralled. Yeah. And so my wife, uh, she knew that I had been doing this. I, this has continued as a tradition with that family. And Emma yeah. is in her twenties now, and like yeah. and I'll still sit around and do that with all the the kids in that family. That's great. So she said, "Well,
0: why don't you do that as a podcast?"
2: And so I started just reading some of the the classic That's awesome. children's books and trying to make it more interesting and and whatnot. you read
0: a you read a full story mm-hmm. and yeah. then um. And it seems like people are really listening. I mean, like, and I think we were talking before the show about, you know, during COVID, people really looking for stuff like that. Yeah.
2: So that was pretty helpful timing in that sense um, that, yeah, parents were looking for a way. They kind of had this outlet. Yeah. 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 It's, you know, they don't get to send their kids off to school and stuck with them at home all day. It's like, I need something to listen to. What's,
0: uh, here we go. What is your Patreon What's oh. your Patreon link? Oh, um it go. should just be patreon.com slash bookmarked podcast, I think. Patreon.com slash So go check that out. Uh and you can support. What do people get if they support? So besides uh, your love and affection.
2: Yeah. Well, yes, and that, that in abundance. Yep. Um, but I do have I want to get to merch. I don't have that yet, but I, I do things like shout outs to the kids, like kind of dedicating it to their kid if That's they cool. Yeah. Um and I, I've done some of the earlier ones. I did that for free because you're yeah. trying to, you know, get yeah. things started, but get people engaged. Yeah. I mean, request your favorite books. I, I want to do one where I even get the kid actually reading like a snippet, but I'm trying to figure out a way to like get the recording. Yeah. Good enough, you yeah. know, but I would love to have the kid do like the refrain of a Dr. Seuss book or something. And he gets to hear himself, you know, yeah, I wonder what type of herself. stuff
0: like that, like that user generated or user cut like audience generated kind of like improv like if there's something they give you right that you can generate something from That, that that's something i would i would love to do oh you know what you'd be really good at is maybe they have to say a line and then you just create a story around it until you get to the point where you play their audio clip so, That'd okay, fun.
2: that's actually along the lines of something okay, that I've been okay, kicking yeah. around as like a bonus episode yeah. type deal because some of my friends, we do do improv and yeah. you can do something called a bat, which I think stands for something. I forgot what it is, but basically you, you lie down and you can even turn off the lights, whatever. It sounds weird, but the point is you're trying to not, <laughs> you're, you're not trying to like look at what's around you. You're just telling a story. And whenever it feels appropriate, the other member of the troop just takes over with the story. Oh, wow. And you cool. try to keep character voices with the same people yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that. And so yeah, yeah. I've thought about just trying to like record one of those as a bonus episode and get a suggestion for that's fun. You know,
0: a title We've for a book. We've done something kind of like that with my kids where oh, like cool. one of us would just start telling a story. And then would be like, all right, Ignatius, now you take over yeah. what happens next. And yeah. That would be really fun. That'd be really cool. Yeah. So I need to... I need to try to work more of that in, but you gotta
2: get that going. Yeah, that'd be great.
0: Okay, let's go to current events. Rock and roll. We don't really have a oh yeah, here we go. Um we have a sound bite and then you go, hi, this is current events with Paul Coker. Coker? Coker. Coker with Colker. an L. Yeah. Okay, so we'll do you just hit this. Like the sound effect will start and then you just go into your
2: this is current events okay, with so Paul Culker. Wait, wait,
0: wait, let's give let's give him some some advice, Kyle. Maybe give him some notes here. Oh, okay,
1: uh, we've what, got. I don't think
0: you did that great
1: on the board here. So let's let's try it one more time and really time it right. Okay, wait, when when do I
0: need to go? Can you give me I think like, you'll like a little
1: feel it? I think you'll feel it.
0: Okay, it's art. Okay, you missed it that time, but we'll do. We'll try again.
1: I'm going to switch the camera to where it's just on you for this. So you I didn't know there would be a test. I, I know. Stop. I
0: feel so bad. Paul's taking us really seriously. So I just got to make there. sure he
1: buys merch and then chill.
0: Paul's face was like, I'm an actor. I know. I know that I'm not. I am hitting this right. Uh, excuse me. I okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is current events with Paul Kolker. All right, that was it. That was good. That was Four good. day weekend
1: starts on Wednesday nowadays, poor folks. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> okay, let's get that, mean, that means Thursday. All right. right.
1: What do we got, Kyle? So we got the Blues Brothers has been declared a quote Catholic classic by the Vatican.
2: Okay, uh, they're on a mission from God. This is a
0: good. Um, is this true?
1: Is Appar- this actually true? Apparently, there's been a lot of articles about this.
0: Wow. Uh, I'm going to be 100% vulnerable with all of you guys right now. I, I don't know that I've ever sat and watched it all the way through. Get out. Yeah, I've only ever really seen like parts on TV. I know. I'm, I feel really bad. The
1: other Catholic classic Wait, is... how many times have you guys
0: seen it all the way through? 42 times. Are you serious? No, it's oh. probably like two.
1: <laughs> like like, like <laughs> once? Like 15 years ago? Okay. I, don't, I don't know.
0: Okay, okay, so I don't feel that. Yeah, and
2: I saw Blues Brothers 2000 when it came out. Oh, I didn't even know there was a Bruce, Blues Brothers 2000. <laughs> <a Bruce> Brothers. <laughs> yeah, Brothers. Yeah. I didn't even know I could pronounce <laughs> Bruce Brothers.
1: But I just loved the different Catholic classics by the Vatican. There's The Blues Brothers along with The Ten Commandments, Jesus of Nazareth, The Passion, Joan of Arc. Those all it's go a together. wonderful life. The Blues Brothers.
0: Wow. So what's your guys' take on uh I mean is this a good call? Definitely. Or is this just more is this just more Did, communist propaganda? Uh, Do you think it, this is the communists trying to take over?
1: Well, I don't like the, doesn't it portray nuns as like kind of jerks? I Doesn't don't, I don't, don't a lot that.
0: of movies though, right? Right,
1: true. Like yeah, the but,
2: the meter stick yeah, wielding nuns. Those
1: movies aren't Catholic classics, though. That's true. like I don't know if we need to approve, but it's yeah. pretty funny.
2: I would have expected something like the Scarlet and the Black or whatever, like some of these like
1: yeah, cla- yeah, yeah, yeah. super yeah. super
2: classic.
0: I, I would not have expected the Blues Brothers. But Wouldn't have
1: happened under Benedict. I'll say.
0: It. <laughs> I mean, I think something like Elf would have been much more like in the running here. Do you think that was a close second, Elf?
1: I'd love to know, yeah, what was that second tier of not quite Catholic class? Pope Francis
0: was like, nah, not that one. Let's go with Blues Brothers. Like, I'm thinking about <laughs> it. He was like, are these really the options? This is all we have? <laughs> your choices. Yeah, here are your two choices. The Santo your, Padre. Yeah, your excellency. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, all right, I guess Blues Brothers. <laughs> it is 2020. He just spins a right, wheel. What else we
1: have? KFC is dropping the "finger licking good" slogan Why? because of the coronavirus. <gasps>
0: uh, we thought
1: this it was bad before. Is
0: this a billboard with it blurred? So
2: it's just—it's good. That's edited. That sounds like Ron oh, no. Swanson. No, came no, up with that
1: is a real billboard. So they're they're printing it, but they're just blurring it out.
0: That's cute. That's kind of cute. the phrase will yeah. return
1: when the time is right. A lot of people are looking forward to you know schools yeah. being open, bars, the economy. For me. That See, I'm, I'm, back.
0: I'm all about building immunity, you yeah. know, so I'd rather like someone lick- spit in your mouth. We have someone in this building that has said that multiple times. Please, oh, I just someone- like
2: doorknobs, but
0: <laughs> don't look that up. That's a real thing in Japan. Wait, what? Yeah. Don't look it up. Uh, <laughs> have you had anyone tell you to put on a mask? I actually have had no experiences of people being salty with me. I wear the mask, but there have been times where I've forgotten it. In fact, I walked all the way into a coffee shop, ordered, and then thought I forgot something and then walked all the way out before I realized the whole time I didn't have a mask on.
2: Yeah. You get kind of the, the death glare from some people. Yeah. Yeah. But, but but other than that,
0: they didn't say anything.
2: Yeah. No, I, I think it's a little calmer around here. Yeah. I got a lot of looks. So the one time I walked in only wearing a mask, (laughs) that
0: was, that was a little uncomfortable, I think for everybody. It's kind of hot if you think about it. Well, it was actually a cold day. (laughs) Oh, that's kind of, Tough scene. still a little hot. All right, what else we got? <laughs>
1: so uh, Chuck E. Cheese is going bankrupt, and they've got $7 billion worth of prize tickets.
2: Wait, right? wait, 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 so, Their stock wait, of yeah. the Little Red tickets yeah. is $7 well, billion? Then, they
1: got... they're <laughs> then they're not bankrupt.
0: Then they're not bankrupt. Just sell well, the tickets. They can get so much.
1: <laughs> Here's the thing. It's crazy. They've got all of these tickets, 65 shipping containers, 40 feet wrong with these tickets, which – is nine million dollars worth of prizes so seven million it's not tickets worth
0: anything for to anyone though well,
1: i mean if you had nine if we had all these tickets we could probably make some amount of money this
0: goes deep this is kind of like the government printing money it's right. like, yeah, like wow the, fiat currency there's yeah. a lot of lessons
1: here's where it gets crazy though do you have bitcoin
0: do have some
1: Bitcoin? I like I felt
0: it in my bones. <laughs> <laughs> I wish socks. I had held on to more it's of the socks. it. Socks? I Do you have Bitcoin? Bitcoin?
1: <sighs> I had Bitcoin because I was gambling a lot on sports. Don't lie to us on my podcast. They won't pay you out in cash. You have to get Bitcoin. So I got it and I cashed
2: So did out. you just confess to illegal activities <laughs> nah, on it's Perfectly legal. Okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Okay, what's the term? So, I cashed out way too so early. So here's that's...
1: what's crazy: is that. So they have all these tickets and they want to destroy them, but they have to get permission from the court because they filed for bankruptcy. They're spending $2 million to try to destroy all these tickets. What? They're spending they're $2 million to destroy? Like there's a lot of
0: tickets. Can't it's... you just dump them in a recycle bin? 60. Like why?
1: They're scared it's going to get out into the public and bankrupt them. All Wait, their prices already... will be gone.
0: Oh, that some people will recover the tickets and right. use them. Mm. Oh, what an interesting situation. Okay, so I was just thinking Chuck E. Cheese was just completely going out of business.
1: No, no. They're on the up So they're and up.
2: declaring bankruptcy or yes. they have
1: declared bankruptcy? So why are they you trying have. to get rid of all these tickets? Well, Do you have to- they want to switch to e-tickets. They think that's going to oh, help curl. Oh, my during gosh. Corona. Bitcoin tickets for right. Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs>
0: right. I Cri- crypto gonna have, tickets. You're going to have your
1: ticket base, <laughs> your ticket block. You have to
0: mine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you got to mine for tickets.
2: You take your computer into the Chuck E. Cheese. Wait, but here, so-
1: here's my big question: 65 40-foot shipping containers filled with tickets. Could the three of us destroy it for less than two mil? I say absolutely yes.
0: For sure we could start a fire. He could burn it. Oh, my father-in-law, he it's could burn it It's a big all. fire, but oh, it's yeah. doable. And we could yeah. play
2: Billy Joel while we do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. We I mean, you could light, you fire, could just yeah. literally light those shipping containers on fire. The metal would be standing, the paper's all done.
1: Right, so, and then just, but it, it's a fear though, because it's nine million dollars of Chick- Chuck E. Cheese prizes, and they're afraid that guys like us would take it cross state lines and start cashing out.
0: I feel like we could start trying to figure out where 65 shipping containers full of you know Chuck E. Cheese tickets Heist? might be stored. Ice, yeah, ice. This All could right. be like Ocean's Cheese or something. Like, this, yeah. would be like,
1: this I don't know if this was can... that
0: one of those, so bad. <laughs> like, that was one of those, like, I, yeah, no, I knew I knew First for... <laughs> day of class
2: kind of comments. Hey, no, it's great. Uh, yes, and <laughs> this <laughs> guy's
1: gonna get his he's <laughs> getting his money's <laughs> worth. He needs the help. Oh, god, okay. <laughs> Those oh, no. are the big three news stories. I don't know if there's anything bigger than those three. I mean,
0: do you know any other news, Paul? Gosh, Do you have I any mean,
1: news? I'll look through the reject pile of the ones no, i No, it's like fine. A lot. Those are good. Those
0: are really good yeah, ones. Yeah, I mean. I love how in this news, they had to make sure that they said, uh, emblazoned with the image of the chain's mascot, a rat named Chuck, as if no <laughs> nobody one knows, knows this, but also just such a sad way to describe that. Did you know so, the
1: E? Do you know what the E in Chuck e. Cheese stands for? No. His full name is Charles Entertainment Cheese. Technically speaking, uh, that's wow. why it just goes Ruff. by the E. Because the Chucky, so smooth.
2: That is rough. Okay,
0: it kind of sounds like a male stripper name. If you
2: think L- <laughs> a little bit, or a hauntingly small, terrifying doll. Yeah. Hi, ladies. It's Chuck
1: Entertainment Cheese. <laughs> oh, no. Please, my father's Chuck Entertainment. I'm Chucky. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh! Can you imagine? I mean, just entertainment cheese sounds like the worst product you could possibly <laughs> sell as well. <laughs> can you get, can you just Why? Eat some entertainment cheese?
1: It's <laughs> like, like, what? Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, that's a cool place. What should the E stand for? Ah, it doesn't really matter. What about entertainment? Yeah, Stockholders guys, are going to love hey, that. Hey, boys, I got <laughs> an
2: idea. I'm going to run this up the flagpole. Kids love that word. <laughs> oh, man. How yeah. many times
0: have you been to a Chuck E. Cheese, do you think,
2: um, in well, your life? I studied for an SAT what there once?
1: An, what <laughs> why of all the places no, that, the study, it was like,
2: actually the like the the little take it as a seventh grader or whatever kind yeah, of thing to see Duke where
1: action yeah so you're like yeah, i'm so gonna get
2: serious i'm gonna sit at a booth at a chuck e cheese no no what happened was um we were going there as a family and my dad was like hey so paul forgot to tell you but tomorrow you're supposed to sit for that sat thing so here's the book <laughs> Go <over it." laughs> your dad did that to you while you like sorry dad rat, ratting you out Yeah. That that rat sucks.
1: sucks. That, that wasn't bad. Thanks. But um, that roller coaster of like, all right, going to Chuck E. Cheese. I'm in seventh grade. so like I'm maybe a little, but like I'm still gonna enjoy it. But then, hey, nope. son, yeah, S-A-T. that sucks.
0: That <laughs> really sucks. I can still remember that. It was such a wait, what? Oh, that's really fun, Paul. Um, <laughs> big
1: Chuck E. Cheese. I probably oh, been did. Oh, we have a second? Oh,
0: we were gonna play a game. I'm scared, honestly, to play a game with you. Yeah, I'm scared that I'm gonna be really bad. No, this is a fun one. It's the Co- question game. Can we just call my mom instead? And can you? pretend to be my doctor and you have bad news for her, but just never actually get to like the diagnosis. Like yep. just keep stringing her along. Sure. Okay. So I'll just be like, Hey mom, uh, you know, I here with my doctor, he has some news and just like, keep describing the sim, like keep describing what's going on or just like, keep do the politician thing where you're talking, but not really.
2: Yeah. I think she'd really appreciate that. That's mother's boy. Hello. Hey mom. Hey
0: there. Hey, uh, I guess so. It's kind of weird. I was on a podcast with my friend here, Paul. He's actually a doctor. Yes. He had some questions about my medical background. Um, it's actually weird. Like I was talking about some stuff that was going on, and he actually we kind of stopped the podcast. He got a little concerned, and he just wanted to talk to you a little bit about. I don't know. I'll just let Paul take it over. Okay. Uh, yes. Hi, Mrs. Mitchell. Yes. Yes. uh. You call me Doreen.
2: You can call me that. Oh yes, Doreen. Yes, thank you so much. Uh, yes, my name is uh, Dr. Paul Colker. Uh, I, I just um, how how many fingers has your son had his his whole life? What? What? Say that again. How many? How many fingers has he had? Because well, there's just there's a couple of little nubs that. We found,
0: we found another one.
2: There's, It's just off to the side of the hand. It's kind of subtle, so it's something that can be easily missed. Um, it's technically a sixth finger. It's not anything that you really have to worry about, but it can be removed with surgery um, if it's not taken
0: care of soon enough. However, or It almost looks like maybe someone had removed it. Like maybe- have
1: you guys been drinking?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's the problem. I wanted whiskey on this show. <laughs> Yeah, because we were just watching the other... <laughs> you were just watching the podcast, Mom, when we called? Delicious coffee. Yes,
2: no, I had I had no delicious coffee. I had a,
0: a, a frosty, cold glass of water. Oh, All right, Mom. Wonderful. Well, Okay, Mom. Mom, do you remember when I pooed on the back porch in New Hampshire? What? Do you remember when I pooped a little bit on the back porch in New Hampshire? I was telling Paul about that. He's my doctor as well. In New Hampshire? Yeah, anyways, okay, talk to you later, Mom. I was just
2: concerned about the uh, the, the right. composition uh, of his stool.
0: Okay, love you.
1: All right, love you
0: too. Bye-bye. That was the best reaction. Have you been drinking? <laughs> Long pause.
1: What's great is that Have she's going to been- watch this show and just be like, wait a What's minute.
0: great, so literally my mom and dad, they, they, they put up the the feet thing on the couch yeah. and they sit there and they, they watch on their TV the full, that's awesome. sometimes two and a half hour episodes. Yeah. So Wait, these can last two and a half hours. They can if Whiskey's involved. You got to come back. Can you come back? Paul, I've got, I've got time. Oh, what else we want to talk about? Let's
2: ramp it back up. No, no, no. <laughs> All that's right, why. from we the can...
1: top, hit the thing. Patreon.
2: <laughs> no, we can,
1: we we can.
0: Let's wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is
1: good. An uh, hour's about the typical. Uh, yeah, this is pretty good.
0: Um, so we got to have you back, Paul. It's good to have you here. We should do some type of. Do you do like improv class? Do you ever go places and teach improv, or do you like? yeah stuff like that
2: yeah so uh typically where that's shown up is with youth group stuff yeah, yeah. so i've been uh, i've gone out to saint Anne's a number of times but also a, a few of the other churches cool. around the around the diocese and i'll do improv games with the teens and yeah. get them up there and yeah. teens you know are super shy and hate attention so um they're really <laughs> hard the to new coax ones they're making <laughs> <New> <laughs> yeah those are making these zoomers it. yeah they love it okay zoomer yeah um this is
0: would well, be cool to get I keep you. Yeah. No, it's OK. I'm I'll sorry. just I'll just. Yeah, just hold it. Like well, prank. thanks for being on the show, man. You no, gotta appreciate have you it. you uh anytime. Guys, go to the bookmarked, the bookmarked podcast, uh, bookmarked podcast. I on should Patreon. know that better. Also, it's on in your podcast apps. Yes. And you can find Paul on Instagram. Yep. At P
2: dot And the podcast is also
1: bookmarked podcast at Patreon. Oh, there, there you, you go. go. Throwing up on the display for you.
0: Follow them all over the place.
2: And, Paul, and it's just at bookmarkedpodcast on Instagram. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Thanks so much for being on the show. For this sure. It was fun. It was yeah. fun getting to know you more. Yeah. Thanks, man. Right back at you. All right. Do we still not have outro music? Do, do we not just not have end outro music? music okay. What we'll music. do is we'll clap. And when we clap on three, then you end it. Paul okay. and I will clap.
2: Do you, yeah, I, I could talk us out as okay. Michael Kane.
0: Actually, we want, you'll just look at the camera yeah. and all just right. end it with Michael Kane's closing dialogue for the show.
2: Thank you so much for tuning into the show. That is the most creative name that we could come up with for this show. Is the show. Thank you.